come and reminisce with us. This is 90s Till Infinity. It's Gav here from the guy who brought you BRL. 90s Till Infinity walks you down the road of the best decade ever, the 90s. Catch 90s Till Infinity on Mixcloud or a radio station near you or find us at 90s Till Show on Facebook and Instagram. Coastal Field, 90s Till Infinity. Keeping it retro. Reminisce with us. Yeah. Blood Santa Ground. BRL, son. Peace, this is Nelson Dialect. You're tuned in to Beats, Rhymes, and Life. Yeah, this is my Fee. You're listening to BRL. Yeah, this is Ray. You're listening to BRL. What up? It's 360. Yeah, yeah, this is Nick Luby from One Day, Spit Syndicate. I'm Seth Century. You're on Beats, Rhymes, and Life, and I endorse this product. Peace, family. This is Elf, Fresh, the Lion. I'm Beats, Rhymes, and Life. Stay tuned. This is where hip-hop lives. It is Beats, Rhymes, and Life. And now joining us on the phone are two gentlemen who've... Uh, been a part of something that's been lacking in Australian hip-hop for the last decade. And I'm glad you guys have brought this back. It's the Oz Hip-Hop compilation. Now, I can't think of too many others outside of, like, maybe, I know, I, I'm thinking, no, that was a that was a producer record, and uh, Obesity, and that was probably the most recent one I can think of. Can you think yeah, of any I others? Think it was in Obesity three, I reckon, yeah. was the last yeah. one that we yeah. like twenty twelve, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, yeah. literally yeah. a decade. And yeah. answer, yes, and change, yes, a decade and change since we had one. So I'm glad you guys have brought this back into the photos. And 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 in all seriousness, when I heard you were doing it, I was like, oh. They beat me to it. And then when you told me privately how much work you put into it, I'm like, I'm glad you beat me to it. <laughs> oh, my yeah, God. It's, it's, but, uh, uh, we'll get into a, that. But um, we have Biz and PJ from Seven Sales. How you going? Uh, PJ's from Pulling Strings. Yeah, I'm uh, Pulling Strings, strings. sorry. Apologies. Yeah, so right. Pulling Strings and Seven good, Sales. How you going? <laughs> yeah, good, good man. Yeah, we've uh, formed like Voltron. Uh, yes. To come together to bring press record. Absolutely. So um, it is the question on my mind at first was, uh, did you have the same kind of thoughts that I did? When did the idea of get, putting out an Australian hip hop compilation happen between you gentlemen? Oh, we, we've been talking for probably 20 years about doing a project together. Yeah, it's our first project together as humans and as label people. Yes. Um, but yeah, then the opportunity arose, um, uh, had a bit of a, a thought, a thought bubble one day when I was talking to uh, Paul at Zenith Records and, uh, an opportunity arose that basically meant that we could do a compilation and, um, they've got behind the project after I sent through the submission to them, explaining what it is that I wanted to do. And, um, yeah, they've, uh, uh donated all the manufacturing and it was from there. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. Now, uh, now I've got a whole bunch of work to do, and we better make sure it's good. Yeah. So, hopefully, everyone's enjoying it. Well, I, I really enjoyed it. You guys have uh, done a spectacular job of uh, selecting, I think. Um, yeah, and well, we received, um, I, I made the received a hundred, a hundred, uh, yeah, yeah. as as I think you would, because well, and if there's going to be a number two, I think that's going to be quite a significant uh, amount more. Because you know, yeah. it hadn't been done in over a decade, as we said. So uh, most people were like, "Oh yeah, yeah, okay, mate. Like, we'll we'll see what happens." Uh, is that is that well, maybe what happened there? Because I would expect thousands. Well, I, 
no, we set the um, we put up some stringent um, requirements, basically. Yeah. Oh, right. But, the str- but when we say stringent, it was basic um, industry standard stuff. Yes, you needed to be able to provide us a master, a mix, yep. a uh, some video content that we could use, and um, make sure that you were on board by providing um, a signed licensing agreement, non-exclusive licensing agreement. Everyone maintains all of their own rights to their own music. Mm-hmm. We don't want any of that. Um, and basically, that sort of might have uh, limited the number of tracks that we got, but we still got a hundred, and that meant that eighty percent of the submissions couldn't make it on there. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. So now, that was some pretty hard phone calls, I can tell you. <laughs> uh, well, I guess you're probably nicer than me. I could be. I could probably be a little bit more uh, brutal in my cuts. <laughs> be like, look, you, you just didn't make it. Sorry, mate. Uh, you know the. Yeah, no, nah, everyone got an opportunity for feedback. Um, I've, I've been trying to make sure that we've got um, a community aspect behind it. There's a whole bunch of um, positive energy that's going into it. Mm. And um, I wanted to bring back some of that connection that maybe has been lost in the digital realm. And yeah. then by bringing the, bringing the music into the physical reality is um, part of it. But the other part of it is having actual real connections with people if anyone that I could have told that they got on or didn't get on in person, I did that. Um, I made sure that we've just come over to Victoria and, yep. and passed hand delivered all of the uh, Victorian artists their copies of the records. And oh, that's this, great. Uh, and this Saturday, we're um, having another artist catch up at the Richmond Hotel. Um, everyone's invited. It's public. I don't know when this is going to make it to air, but um, if uh, anyone wants to come along to that, then they can meet some of the artists and we'll be hand delivering the uh, records to them as well. So Saturday. It's really all about community and connection. Yeah, Easter Saturday, 8, um, 2 to 6 p.m. 2 to 6 p.m. at the Richmond Hotel in Rundamore. Yep. Good point to touch on again is the, the personal approach. This is taking it to the next level. Like mm. absolutely everything, you know, from announcing to or telling Jake and the Fat Man on stage. That was good. That was so, one of the highlights of that, actually. Um, so Jake and the Fat Man came over from Bendigo for their first interstate gig. Um, nice. And they were, doing, they were doing support for Brad Strutt, and I was hosting the, the night. They got put on by Inner Tribe and Seven Sales and Cold Crash, and um, they didn't know that they were on the compilation until I was announcing them to get on stage. And, um, you know, it was a pretty emotional moment for those guys. It was emotional for me. It was good. Um, and it was a good way to kick off that personal connection and announcing the artists that were getting involved. I'm trying to remember if I've played them on the uh, Show Me What You Got specials or not. I think I have. And I know for a fact they've actually sent me uh, separately a copy of the track, which is on press record, which is out now, folks, just to get it out there. So, um, you know. Sevensales.bandcamp.com, sevensales.bandcamp.com. Buy it now. While <laughs> <laughs> <More> you can. <laughs> Indeed. So, um, yeah, the the process of elimination and getting it all down, and uh, Jake and the Fat Man getting uh, announced on stage and that kind of thing, um, just sort of um, put us put us in the mind space of like maybe maybe the sort of darkest moments where you're looking down the barrel and you're like, oh, maybe the moment you might have thought at least ha- have we bitten off too much than we can chew? Have you? Did you have it? <laughs> Uh, look, um, maybe initially was the first that when I, when when we signed the agreement with Zenith, and I was like, okay, we've got to make sure that this is the best compilation that we was has ever come out ever, and we may have succeeded at that. But I don't know someone else would have to tell us that. But um, I've been talking to PJ a lot about we've bit off 
But we're, mm. we're trying to eat an elephant. Yes. And yes. the only way to do that is one bite at a time. So it's been really compartmentalizing each of the um, each of the separate sections and then doing that really well. And then when that's been done really well, move on to the next section. Yeah. Uh, the, you know, yeah. so just break it down into whatever sections you need to break it down into and chip away until that's done onto the next one. Pretty much, pretty much. Like, so come up with the concept, make sure that it's out. We've got, we've made sure there's been complete transparency across the board. We put together a statement that went out to the public that everybody knew exactly what we were trying to do, what we were trying to achieve and how we were going to do it. And that's exactly the same thing as I submitted to Zenith in the beginning. So, um, like everybody's, it's been completely open and transparent in the whole process. We had a great panel of um, people. We had five. We had me, PJ. We had Kirk, who you may remember from. Um, well, initially, the- initially pulling strings, but then six degrees and um, phone calls management, amongst other right. things. Yeah. Um, we had uh, DJ David L, who's the my favourite party DJ and the producer for decades, and um, he's probably got the best um, ear for for music that I know of. And then we had uh, Bender Craig, who's um, a producer, and he actually put all the uh, sonics together to make sure it all sounded as good as it has uh, for Wax and, and getting all that continuity between 20 different songs from 20 different producers with 20 yeah. different versions, you know. So, um, and now we're all involved in the selection of the tracks as well. And we had some pretty robust discussions. Very robust discussions, definitely, because it was, you know, five different music tastes. Yeah, you know, five very different people. Um, yeah, quite an enlightening um, undertaking for sure. It was very robust discussions. Yeah, we yeah. did film all that sort of stuff, so some of that those comments will come to light, but not all of them. Because we were pretty harsh. <laughs> I know I was, I was probably maybe the harshest, but I always am. Yep. But it had to be done. But it's very eye-opening too, because we weren't trying to choose, you know, my best favourite songs. Yeah. We weren't trying to choose business there. So even though we no. came to the, the party with the favourites, what we needed to do was represent the landscape completely. Yes. Well, that was very, very eye-opening. So yeah, for me it was. In, in that regard, like, what was, what was that uh, landscape? Um, what, what, uh, what are we uh, trying to sort of uh, put out as uh, your view of the Australian hip-hop landscape in 2023? It's all on the record, like yep. um, you know, the, and it's only based on the hundred submissions that we received. So, if there's anything that's missing from the landscape on the record, it means that we didn't get a, a submission that fits into that category. Mm. I mean, we've basically tried to um, capture the different sounds, capture capture the different energy. I mean, we've got um, artists like Finch Juice that are recording basically straight through the SP 1200 recording their raps with an SM 58 to, you know, other tracks, which have got um, really? a big reggae influence. Yeah. Uh, yes. Wow. <laughs> like, and he sounds good. It sounds like 1993. Yeah. You yeah. Know, like it's, yeah. And it's great. I, I didn't so, know. Uh, I thought, I thought it sounded great, but, and obviously it still does because that underground favorites made it on there. And uh, I'm, I enjoy Finch Juice's work. So yeah. yeah, quality was definitely the absolute thing that underpinned, underpinned everything. Yeah, absolutely. You know, we had some really dope tracks, some really dope tracks that you know didn't. We had really dope tracks that didn't make it. Couldn't make it just based on quality, as in yeah, sonic quality. And that's where the robust discussions came from. Definitely. Yeah. You know, we had, 
<laughs> yeah, we probably shouldn't go into detail, but man, yeah, there were some pretty serious discussions about tone, you know. Um, so, so we've had, um, we've had, we had this, uh, a, a lengthy discussion about whether or not a piano line was in key. Yes, that was very lengthy, very lengthy. My new, you know. Yeah, like, yeah, and that, and it was it was all of those little one percenters that um, we we had to just sort of nut out to try and make sure that we got the, the best songs, and I think we did. I you think, know? Yeah, I'm comfortable, very comfortable saying that. Now, um, oh, there it is. I was just I'm just looking at the the, the list of tracks now. They are uh, a varying amounts of different parts of the country. Um, Where's the Perth releases, guys? Is, yeah. is, is, is this my fault for not pro- getting people to promote? Is this my fault as the uh, national representative of media for Perth? And I do not say that with no tongue in my cheek. But I mean, short answer: yes, it's your fault, Gav. Like it's hundred percent. <laughs> no, but the, the reason uh, there was there was a Perth. Um, it was a Perth track that was selected. Um, and um, the, the contractual issues and it it didn't get across the line. Okay. Fair enough. (laughs) And we had, we had similar issues with a a, a Sydney, Sydney track. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, it just, it just is what it is. And that's um, unfortunate. Um, But we were mindful of that. I mean, there is a, a strong, South Australian contingent on there, and yes. that isn't through bias. It's based around the fact that 50% of our submissions came from South Australia, and that's probably partially because I was hitting up every local gig and, and spruiking what we were doing and, and doing it to the best of my ability. You know, there's only so much reach you can get online, and I think the personal connection is probably one of the real reasons yeah. why we got that. Oh, 100%. <laughs> And uh, I guess you know if uh, if I was uh, smart enough, which I'm definitely not, to undertake what you guys have actually done and achieved here, I'm ab- this is confirmed. I'm like I could definitely not do this. <laughs> it, take, it takes a lot of patience, and it takes a great team. Like I mean, yeah. Seven Sales has got a great team already, based on all the seven inch releases that we've been doing. I mean, TWC, the artwork yeah. that was. The, the basically with Josh, I go, Josh, I need an album cover. And he goes, okay. And I go, sweet. And then what you see is what I got. There was no back and forth. No direction. Um, you know, the most that I'll ever do with that. And as you've probably seen with a lot of the other seven sales stuff, like uh, spooky, the whale and the, the almighty seven fingered meat fist. <laughs> um, it's all, it, it's all, it's all, um, straight out of Josh's head. Um, anybody who needs design work should just go to him and let him do what he does best and yep. you'll get an outcome as good as this one. So um, now that it's out there and uh, you, you've got the wax going out to people and everything, uh, have you found it encouraging so far? Like, uh, Are you looking for a like a part two maybe down the road? Will there be a, a launch uh, like a uh, culture of Kings back in 2000 and well, 2005. I'm not doing another launch like that. I'm not going to rule anything out, but the main thing is that we need, um, 
we need to have the support of the community. Yeah. And 100%. the more people get behind it, then the the more opportunities we can create. Like basically, we've managed to create an opportunity now for twenty artists to to do twenty tracks on double LP for the first compilation in an, over a decade, as we've already gone through. Yep. If you want us to be able to do um, a launch and a show or a tour or whatever it is that the community wants, then everybody's got to get behind it and everybody's got to back us. And we've shown what we can do when we get that support. So. That's that's pretty much what we need is yeah. everyone to get behind demand and supply. Absolutely, and uh, and that's the thing. Like um, just today, I was uh, reading about Earth Boy's post about him maybe having to pull some shows from tours because it's not getting supported in certain places. So yep. if you want these things to happen, you got to turn up to gigs. You got to buy yep. the vinyl. You got to do all these kind of things. It's. Uh, People don't support the way they used to. Um, uh, is it because everything's easy to get to now and that kind of thing? Possibly. I, I think that um, unfortunately music has a lower value than it has in the past today yeah. because it, it and it just and people need to the people really put the value on the connection that they've got to either the artist or the product or whatever it happens to be, mm. um, and that's why we've got to keep building those connections to be able to promote the music because that's what it really should be all about. But maybe it is, maybe it isn't. But all I know is that we're doing the best we can to bring people together and bring it into a physical reality instead of looking at your phone all the time. Yeah. Uh, coming from the guy that's always on this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we all are. But I mean, art, art forms, most other art forms are quite tangible because they're three dimensional. Yes. Yeah. You know, music in, in well, certainly in my experience, dealing with young people every day of my life. Yes. They they, they see music as it floats through the air, so it doesn't have value. Yeah. You know? There there is something. Got, it's it's not my favorite CD, but it's just the one that's kind of lying around. You know, the, this uh, old copy of a yeah. D twelve album. You know, it's yeah. it's tangible. I can touch this thing. You know, it's there yeah. is there is something to that. Maybe those days are gone, but. Uh, there is something tangible to be able to hold this uh, rather disappointing piece of art by D12, but still. <laughs> but that's why there's, that's why there's like thousands of CDs behind me, which are ones that I like. That's like the Aussie exactly. collection behind me there. So, well, there's definitely a resurgence back to vinyl, which is a very yes. heartwarming yeah. thing. You know, because people are looking for that. Thing to take home with them, or that's right. And I and I, I look at my like specifically my Australian hip hop vinyl collection, and they've all been either traded with artists or picked up at a show, or you know I've got memories and connection to um, events and and times in my life based around holding onto it. Oh, that's a good one. That's a great one. I think that yeah. one's actually much more. That's much better than um, the D12 one. Yeah, I, I was like, oh wait, that that vinyl you sent me is like. Next to that, so <laughs> yeah. I mean, I mean, even just well, from my perspective, is going like buying something, knowing you're supporting the artist. You know what I mean? Like yes. going to the going, going to the gig or hooking up with a person if you can to meet meet up with them and literally give give them your car hold, you know, hard earned cash, yes. and they give you something yes. back. You're holding it. Going, I've just supported that artist. That's what drives me buying product. Yeah, yeah. it's. Uh, 
I, I, I always, I don't go to gigs very often anymore. I'm, I, I, I'd say that. Brother. <laughs> dad it's, life. Dad life. It was, it was fading before then, but yeah, now it's just like, yeah, Earthy was here, and I, I just, uh, I didn't go because there was a eighteenth uh, month your old boy uh, squirming and making noises and saying the name yeah. of the cat too much. Lola, Lola, yeah. Lola. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure Tim would have understood that, mate. Yes. He's like, yeah, well, I mean, even I'm not in two different boats than you. I haven't exactly been out at every gig, um, not for a long time, but even just going to Bangkok, knowing that you're buying yes. direct off the artist, you know, you know, they're getting it direct. If you can't give it to them at a gig, go somewhere like that. Or yep, your local hip hop shops, which you know is going direct as well. Yeah. Oh, no, we've got we've got a fair bit of support from the local hip hop shops as well. So yeah. I just want to quickly say thanks to Union Heights and Northside and uh, Urban World and uh, Badlands and Tweed Heads and um, uh, insert the names of the people who will now get in contact with me so they can stock it in their local hip hop stores very soon. Exactly. Yeah, uh, I, I know for uh, uh, I'll put it out there right now. I, I know he listens to this podcast, uh, Mister uh, Gentleman in Charge of uh, Crook Guts in uh, in Midland. You might want to get in touch with the lads. Just saying. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, I'm not busy with disagreements. I'm sure he won't. It was never intended as a full retail release. You know, these shops have shown interest in it, shown support for it, and basically, you know. They want to have it to support. Yes, that's it. That's we haven't set out to retail distribute this product. No, we've set out to make a make a statement mm. of community and then make sure that the artists get hooked up, number one. So everybody, or every artist is receiving 20 copies. Everyone's receiving exactly the same. They can do as they see fit with it. Um, you know, so if you... If you don't want to go through the seven sales band camp, which you probably should, then yes. definitely hit up yeah. any of the artists and, and I'm sure that they'll be able to hook you up as well. I mean, it's and we've got 11 different, 11 yeah. artists on here that haven't had anything on vinyl before. And like, that's fantastic. Yeah. You know, and for me, and for me, like that's getting the test press back, putting the needle on the groove, mm. realizing that you've brought the songs into a physical reality. That's what brought me back into music. That what's why I set up Seven Sales was so that I could make my music, make music with the people that I enjoy working with, and, and put it on wax. Like you know, we've been talking about Elephant Tracks. So shout out to to Ozzy Battler with putting it on wax, um, yeah. and and that regularly pops up into my head. That particular track, you yeah. know, like um, I think that really captures mm. captures it as well, and. And hopefully we've captured uh, the idea of community on the title track, Press Record. Absolutely. So um, support the release, grab the vinyl, or even just grab the digital release. It's a, yeah. It all goes towards the artist, goes towards you know supporting the scene, essentially. Yeah. And, uh, and share the love. Absolutely. Yeah, so so uh, plug it. By all means, uh, where do they go and grab a, a copy of the vinyl or just a, a digital release? Uh, everything's available at sevensales.bandcamp.com. Um, you can hit us up through the Insta at Seven Sales Pulling Strings at Press Record Wax. Um, you know, hit me up on the Facebook. Come to me direct, Biz Kawasaki. I'm happy to chat to anybody. So um, if you want a record, then uh, the best place is sevensales.bandcamp.com. 
And a uh, big thank you to everybody that's been involved, mm-hmm. uh, especially the PR team, TWC Studios, yep. PJ, and Community Radio that's exactly. right behind it, just like you, Gav. Exactly. So I just want to say thank you to you too, brother. Thank you. Thank you very much, gentlemen. We'll play another track from the record right now on BRL. Dropping EDM, hip-hop, and a bunch of best beats programs around. If you want bangers, you'll be in the right place with Tune One. TuneOne.com.au. That's Tune, the number one, .com.au. Tune One, proud show sponsor.